Welcome to the podcast of Spirit Life Revival Ministries, an apostolic prophetic mission-based ministry headquartered in Accra, Ghana. A church family with a vision to possess and teach the world that all things are possible through the preaching of the word of faith. Join us on this journey of discovery as we delve into the timeless teachings of our faith and share inspiring stories from God's word. This podcast is designed to uplift your spirit and deepen your relationship with God to help you pursue and walk in your divinely assigned purpose. Together, let's embark on the transformative and enlightening experience as we navigate the intersections of faith, life, and the supernatural. And now, today's message. So last week, I continued my message on following, supporting, and strengthening your pastor by looking at ways you can relate with your man of God, ways you can relate with your man of God. So you can turn your Bibles with me to the book of 2 Kings chapter 4. And um, 2 Kings chapter 4 happens to be one of my favorites. The man was under subjection. And so the man died. And the woman ran to Elijah. That you see... My husband, your prophet, is dead. The man has done the work of the ministry. And the stress of ministry has killed him. Pastors go through depression. He has labored, but he was dead. But the wife was around. He has labored, uh, 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 but the children were around. The members were around. And here there was a problem. The problem was death was killing the man of God. But none of the members under him was sensitive enough to realize that our pastor is going through a season where he's owing a lot of people. So by the time death hit him, the man of God died. That is in 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 1 to 8. That's the story I'm telling you. And when the, the man died, None of the people came to the funeral, find a way to help. You see, you will know those who love you in the season of disaster, in the season of adversity. It is easy for anybody to say, I love you as long as you can provide. It is easy for anyone to say, I love you as long as your six pack is intact. It is easy for anyone to love you when, when, when everything is standing and they have not retired. But there is a season where we will retire. And in that season, you will know those who love you. As a pastor, when you are anointed, it is easy for people to say, ah. When you are trending, it is easy for people to say, that is our pastor. And they will do everything possible to relate with you. Am I talking to somebody this morning? Now, by the time the man died, there were people who were calling the man of God, my father, my father. 
But none of them was used as a means of rescuing the family. I have seen how great men of God who labored in this nation and suddenly died. And the church forgot about them, forgot about their family and how some of their families struggled. If I'm not very careful, I will teach and teach till your eyes begin to scan through this nation. And you will see men of God who labored. One of them I heard, almost the agate man got married even to the wife. The man was anointed and the man died. And the church rejected the man. The church rejected the man and did not provide for the man's family. Then at a point, because things were difficult, the only consideration for the mama of the house was to think of dating the gate man. Say amen. amen. One after the other. And so this woman did not have anyone to cry to. Not the church board. Not the pastors who were under his husband, a husband. Not under the people who have benefited from the ministry of this great man. So the only way was to cry. See, when someone has interest in you, never take it for granted. Number two, when someone has a genuine interest, because not everyone who has interest in you has a genuine interest. Never take it for granted. And she had access to Elisha, the man of God, and said, my husband is dead. Elisha, by his anointing, opened a door of provision for the woman. I speak prophetically upon everyone here who has come to a point where you need provision. Whether provision in the area of your health, in the area of your relationship, in the area of your career, in the area of your schooling. I speak in the name of Jesus. Let there be divine provision. That sickness you have taught, it will kill you. May God bring you that healing in the name of Jesus. That situation that is almost bringing you disgrace. May God pull you out of it and may his grace be seen in the name of Jesus. Am I talking this morning? And so, the man of God showed the woman what to do. And her life came back. Someone listen to me this morning, your life is coming back. Your color is coming back. Your glory is coming back. What you thought you have lost is coming back. Be encouraged this morning, you are not the worst of sinners. Jesus went on the cross to redeem you. Therefore, you are coming back in the name of Jesus. But it surprises me that that woman could relate with the first prophet and there was no sign that she ever related with the prophet. My brothers and sisters, in the midst of struggle, there is always what to do. There is always what to do that has the power to turn things around. There is always what to do. <laughs> because, you see, this thing we call prophetic anointing is just very powerful. Though. It's very, very powerful. I'm telling you. Uh, this week I was, was it last week, I was trying to look for money. I'm still paying for the screen. I'm still not done. 
And so, so I'm showing one of the effects. So, um, a man paid me a visit in the house, and that was the first time we've met. And um, the Lord asked me to also visit him. And the day I visited him was the third time we met. And we spent, how many minutes did we spend in the house? Less than 10 minutes. When I was living, I was living with $10,000. And I said, God, I have money to pay for the screen. Immediately we paid. So waiting for the rest to come. So I paid. I have not, we, what discussion did we discuss? I went somewhere to minister prophetically. Then when I was done, they gave me offering. They called me up and I have not picked up. Yeah. So the man said he wanted to come and I said, oh, he can come. He came. He called me. I had never picked up. He said, I pick, keep and I said, you have to understand the mystery behind picking up and not picking up. But one day, they could the mystery. So he came, we spoke. Then I, I wanted to spend some few minutes and I was going for a meeting. Then he gave me, sir, I'm very honored that you came around. Sir, very thank you, thank you, thank you. Very, very thank you, thank you. Then I took the money. I said, I shouldn't take it. I signed the cartenta. I said, Father, you know that I have to pay the money. And I have signed the check uh, to the person, but there was no money in the account. Yeah. So immediately, I said, Father, you've met the need for the screen. Bring more. And he has been calling still. I have not picked up. Because it's not $10,000 that you are coming to bother me with cost. That one was for the screen. The one for me has not come. If I receive the one for me, I can pick all the cost. Now, that one, because I, you were the one who sent the checks. Send the check, and I said, Father, you can't disgrace me. That's what it came. I knew that the money was not for me and my family for screen. Let him take care of it. So, the anointing is so strong that genuinely, if I, I want to get money, eh, there are seven things I would do in this country. Eh, money will flow. I'm, I'm telling you. There are some of them, they are too heavy that I can't talk about it. But if I, because this anointing, eh, my brother, don't joke with it too. It's a life-saving anointing. You know, I was in a meeting, and the day before, the next, I said, I see myself in the meeting on Friday. I'm talking on Thursday. And as I see myself already in the meeting on Friday. And as I'm in the meeting, I'm seeing God using me to address a situation of a man with a, a something like a, a nyanseni. So we go the Friday and I'm done preaching. And I'm done preaching. I prophesy to people and I'm done. No, I'm about to start Sunday prophetic very soon. Yeah, because the Lord is telling me to do that. Then I said, go to this land, they go, they can't, nothing happened. The angel said, the noise they made is too loud. Go here, they go there. I said, the last man, how many is eight, eh? Number three, get up. I've entered Qatar. Sword is coming from Qatar. They want to give your wife breast cancer. Breast cancer, you, so that you use all your body on breast cancer. Then by the time Nancy is seven years old, he will be without a mother. Who is Nyanseni? He said, that is my son. I said, Papa, he said, that is my son. I move on. I said, I'm hearing June. June. June is a man. But June was the daughter. 
I said, sir, I'm going to pray for you. I heard the Lord say it's over. Ah, even it's something that you did years ago in Koforidua. You were a young boy. Your mother, Auntie Connie, had sent you with money. And when you met someone who had needed, you gave the money. Ah, the Lord said it's over. I don't need to pray for you. Sir, you are going to pay 20000 you, you are raising. How much? 20000 Bring it to your pastor. You know, it's not even a member of the Bring the 20000 to your pastor. I said, God, you know, I'm the one telling you. We open into ya. Now, breast cancer is uh, easy to deal with. Now, we can open to ya. So, I know what I can do genuinely, not putting pressure on you. Not, ah, meet me as you come back, you'll be shocked. By the time we pull all the document here, and I tell you who has already won the document you have put all your heart on. And I tell you, raise a sacrifice and let us go to do something. You do everything. But you see, freely we have received and freely we give. And so when men of God begin to walk in the integrity of their calling, don't take them for granted. Please, don't take them for granted. But I'm surprised that this woman can, could relate with this great man of God. Because every relationship has impact. No relationship leaves you the same. Stop telling me that you see all your friends are homosexual. You will gradually become one. I don't hate homosexual. I love them. It's my ministry towards them. But what almost everyone around you, eventually, the Bible says, he that walketh with the wise will become wise. It says, and a companion of fools will be destroyed. Stop telling me all your friends are people that are men of God I can't get close to. By the grace of God, as a man of God, I have certain weaknesses that are sin that easily besets me. And I'm trusting God for grace to deal with my own sin. But when I, I'm in a company of other men of God who publicly celebrate sin, then I get shocked. Because the one I'm struggling with, I'm trusting God for grace. So how do I get into the company of people who deliberately celebrate sin? It's like the, the appearance of sin look good. It's like when sin comes, it brings an excitement. I cannot. So you watch your company. Every company has an effect. Every company, there are people who would never have known how to become an occult or become part of occult group till they left the church. So he's my friend. She is my friend. Everything that happens, happens in a gradual way. Nothing moves home. So it's little by little and your love for God dwindles. So she stayed in the relationship with the man of God, slept on the same bed and nothing happened. I still can't understand it. I still can't understand it. There are two ways I could address the, the problem of the man. What is it that the man should have taught the wife? That the woman could not manage the man as a prophet, that but only manage the man as a husband. So they had two children. But if the woman had managed the man as a prophet, two other things could have also come through. Hallelujah. So what was it? Now, also understand naturally, people gravitate towards what eludes them. 
Whatever that it seems to be out of reach to people, people go for where? Don't you get surprised how someone can dishonor the wife hmm? and keep honoring somebody who is even a, a walking expression of foolishness? Then you look at the person the man is honoring and you compare the person to the wife and you ask yourself, is he okay? You have not seen things like that before. Ah, okay. Haven't you seen a church member who comes and says, yes, Papa, thank you, Papa, thank you, Papa. But this woman can insult the husband. And you compare the husband to the pastor. Apart from the anointing, the husband is more wise than the pastor. The husband is more educated than the pastor. But this woman seems to honor the pastor. What kind of foolishness? Let me preach my word. Haven't you seen, like the day when Mr. Sean was looking for a certain girl. You see, the way Mr. Sean will send text message, Mr. Sean will call. The words Mr. Sean will use, hi baby. In fact, when the baby even makes a mistake, Mr. Sean seems to find a reason to even qualify the mistake as a miracle. Because at this point, you have not laid hold on what you are looking for. So every special care. But these are the special care that must be activated when you have laid hold on it. The Bible said, in the days that kings go to war, David was in the room with Bathsheba. So in the days... But you remember David was not a king. David was a shepherd. And he went to the battlefield. And he was not meant to fight. But at that point, David said he will fight. His brothers and everyone around was telling brother David, this is not meant for you. David said, leave me alone. Let me fight. In other words, when we have not arrived, we always want to fight for it. But when we arrive, we now stay cool. May that not catch over on you. How you used to pray, my father, my father, I declare in the name of Jesus, let this sickness go. Let this miracle come. I lay hold. Then the miracle come. Then a new theology begins to build up. There is nothing in prayer. Be very careful. The way you to send messages, sweetie baby, my angel. The, the, the dew of the morning has given me the privilege to document this special epistle unto you. Now the lady said yes. When you even come to church, you say you get angry. But am I the one who proposed to her? Can I, can I? What, what was I talking that I went to? You like this one. So, the woman. Proximity is necessary for penetration. But proximity can be the activator of familiarity. The more you get close, the more you can lay hold. So if I'm far away, there is no way I can touch Prophet Mubi. I'm far, I'm trying, I cannot. But if I get close, I can. So contact is necessary for connection and for collection. 
I'm out with you. Now, when, when you become close, you also come to a place where you can easily generate familiarity. That's why most prophets don't have time. They finish preaching, they are gone. You don't have their number. But because you foolishness have entered your mind that you can call my number anytime, so you keep fooling. All the two I have spoken about in the extreme is demonic. In the extreme, it's destructive. Because a false balance is an abomination to the Lord. So there must be a balance. But I believe if you truly relate with me, there are certain things you will pick up. In fact, if I chat with you often, eh, there are two words you hear. Wow. Wow. Because my pastor taught me everything. Wow. Eh, I see. So I do have more to say. Wow. Oh, LOL. Nine. That's the end of the conversation. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My father taught me, as a pastor, your words should be few. Wow. I hear. I see. It is well. LOL. God will do it. Are you with me this morning? Are you sure you are in church? So I'm surprised. And the man of God did not teach the woman how to relate to a prophet. So you made the woman stranded. Now let, let me go in a general way. Do you know that many people get married and the married couple have never asked their husband or their wife, what do you think I can do to help you? And everyone assumes that what they are doing is what will help them. Me, even as pastor, what kind of gift I can get you? You can't get it wrong in three ways. Good perfume. My God. A good book. Don't go and write a book and bring it to me. I might throw it away. Especially when the book is not important. Like someone wrote a book on faith. And brought him to actually read. I took as I like this book, but I won't read it. Take your book back. You, I know you. If you have written about your experience with the work of faith, I would have read it. But now you are talking about faith. You have no experience in it to talk about faith. You, as you stand here, you have not lost a wife. Even a girlfriend, you have not lost one yet. And you have come to as you read your book on faith. If your personal experience on faith, I will read it. But the subject of it is so broad that I'm not done reading Oye the Post books. Let's all the message on faith to come to you. But that man is faith. You, you are faithful. <laughs> so a good book. And a good book, certain men of God I admire. Ah, you get books by Bishop Oye the Post, you can't mix it. Bishop by Bishop Dark, you can't mix it. Dr. Mike Middock, you can't mix it. Dr. Mace Hotel, you can't mix it. Dr. Mice you can't mix it. Archbishop Chasnagian, you can't mix it. Archbishop Dark, you can't mix it. But some people, are, you can't mix it. Books on certain topics, you can't mix it. Like money. Ah, 25 ways of making money in 2023. You can't mix it. How to come out of debt. You can't mix it. Then you give me money itself. My brother. 
Or you combine the three, you make it one package. You have killed me. I'm telling you, you have killed me. So I, my wife knows what I want. My wife knows that my baby. I, I don't need anything big. Hey, move around this area. We are sorted out. And it's, it's beginning. Money is beginning with. But anyway, you make it. You know. Can I surprise you? Get people to come and. Yeah. I'm getting come and sing. Manga said, "Many most water. No matter try the motor. And Sunday, the song you have tried. I've done everything possible. Are you people put two songs into one? Eh? No lies, Kai. You are lying. You you put uh, my my desire by Pastor um, something something that Pastor Isaiah of Fosu sang." Then you put uh, Yeshua. Then, 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 then. Then, and I said, I told you. Which one? No. no. You did not come to church, woman of God. Uh-huh. No, it's different. My being. No. So, so that song, then they sang My Desire. Na Not the one I love you. No, you are saying the, the one I love you. It, it's not the one. So check the lyrics. Don't, if you want to tell your wife, go and look for your wife. Uh-huh. Mr. Sean, take the Momo money and Momo him. Ah. You are singing out of keys, oh? Oh, it's inside, okay. Come and sing it for me. Come and, you people are sitting there like that. No, no, what's in, ah. Why are you defending your song? <laughs> Is that key? Uh, okay, let's go continue.
You mumble the two of them, eh? You mumble. I'll tell you when we close, so you mumble them for me. Oh, okay. Mumble them 500, 500, eh? Mumble them. This, these two songs are something else. These two songs. That's why I don't miss Friday service. Two songs are something else. Let, 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 me, let me try and round up my, my teaching this morning. Uh, <laughs> by now you should have known that I'm not a man you can easily convince. <laughs> what do I say? What is you are not convincing me. So this suggestion. Uh, then that's good. Yeah, so what was I saying that brought us into all of this? <laughs> oh, yeah, some watch up. Not better than Yamia for me, a woman coming, I mean, some more pen. What is a man in Yamadofo? What was I saying? Eh. Okay, I'll promise that, but let me finish with what I was saying. No, I said something for. Yeah, yeah. So, so we don't ask our spouse what they want. We don't ask our pastors what they want. We don't want ask our church members what they want. So, let, let, let me finish. Because it's very important that I finish what... what God asked for us, who we'll, we'll definitely get there. Yeah, so the man did not teach the wife, the man died. So I've not even touched my message. Hey, right now, boy, help me. Let me close now. Let me help, Lord, help me. Now, the woman met another prophet, and the prophet was a prophet far away, was a prophet she never had a direct relationship with. And so Anna was in place. Belief was in place. Faith was in place. Hope was in place. She was willing to do what she would never do if she were to be with the first prophet. Now the prophet said, what do you have in your house? She said, I don't have anything except a little pot of oil. The prophet said, go and borrow vessels. If it had been her own prophet, the husband, she might have argued. Why? Look at him. Look at him. 
especially when I'm preaching a message like this, because I can find a way and preach you and let you know you are the one I'm preaching the message. Say amen. amen. Yeah. Uh-huh. Then, when she was attentive to do what the prophet had said, she came back with a miracle. So, most of the time, the problem is not the man of God you are sitting under. The problem is your relationship with the man of God. One day, I was in the house. Let me forget about that. Let me move on to something else. It's of religion with the man of God. There are some of you who will never find an occasion to celebrate your pastor in a genuine way. But there are others who come from afar who will do for your pastor what you will never do. And so you keep asking yourself, how come when people come from outside, they receive their miracle, and I don't receive? It's because you don't do what others are doing. And in this life, what's so bad, so late? So when you say, I'm fatal, what I'm from the better than the What was I saying? So the problem is not a man of God. The problem is not your wife. The problem is not your husband. Don't tell me the man of God, you don't know the woman I'm married to. Don't tell me, man of God, you don't know the, the man I'm married to. Don't tell me that. I don't want to hear that one. Yeah, I know that some people are very difficult. But there is always a way you can touch someone that can let the person stop doing what he's doing. So go and touch and there was a miracle. So man of God is moving in town. Another woman sees the man of God. And the woman invites the man of God into a house. And it was never written on the forehead of the man of God. He is an anointed man of God. That's why in this life, sensitivity is very important. Now you are sitting close to someone. You, you might think that the usher brought me to this seat. But it's because it could be a something I'm supposed to run away from. But lack of sensitivity will let you connect with someone you must disconnect. Because not everyone on the same seat with you has a destiny with you. Some of them will take you to hell. And I'm talking right now, look at the person sitting beside you. Some of them will help you abort your destiny. But when you are not sensitive, in the same vein, there are people you are sitting close to. It could be orchestrated by destiny. 
that God put you on that seat with the person for a purpose. So you only use fragrances. They are not smell the right fragrance. Whether fragrance has anything to do in the court of the future, keep smelling fragrance. So people sit with people with that sin beyond the now. It could be the divine arrangement. Many have walked past great doors because they were not sensitive. Many, the woman was sensitive and brought the man of God to the house. And Bible said, she fed the man of God. That's what the Bible says. She fed the man of God. Someone say, this is the Old Testament. In the, in the New Testament, in Luke chapter 8, the Bible said there were several women who ministered to Jesus out of their substances. So, when you meet the man of God, among many things, you are meant to minister to them out of your substances. Forget about what anybody is saying. I'm telling you today. When you meet a man of God anywhere, out of many things, you are meant to minister to them out of your substances. The woman brought her. She had a problem. Who said you don't have a problem? Who said we don't know you have an issue? But you see, when you build your life around your problem, you can never be celebrated. But irrespective of the difficulties you are going through, if you decide to be a blessing to people, you'll be celebrated. Do you want to tell me Elon Musk doesn't have a problem he's dealing with now? We might not know. It could be health related. It could be a lawsuit. It could be anything. But beside what he has or what he's going through, he's blessing the world. Don't use your problem as an excuse. Don't use it as an excuse. You can do far beyond what you are doing now. You can enter international waters. I broke that limitation over your life. As I broke that limitation over your life. And the Bible says every time the man of God will come to that city, the man of God will enter the house and will come and eat. Because the man of God realized that the house was a good place. And everything that happened in that house was not broadcasted everywhere. Hey, one papa came to my house. The way the man was eating, I realized he was hungry. Man. It looked like he has not eaten for days. Hey, how can a man of God eat this way? Hey, man of God can really eat. It was my last meal, the way he ate the food there, the man of God realized that the woman had Anna. Everything she was doing came out of respect. So the man of God returned. The man of God returned. Number two, the woman kept on accommodating the man of God because by the time the man of God entered and left, nothing got missing. No money was missing. There was no problem created. By the time the man of God entered the house and left, the man of God did not put the head of the wife against the husband. There was peace. So then let go back. Let us accommodate him. They kept on accommodating the man of God. They kept on. When I hear some of you, you are, you are so naive. Some prophet tell you that, do you know your wife is responsible for what you are going Are you mad? 
Me, I'm see, among prophets, I am prophet too. Ask everywhere in this nation. Among prophets, I say, I am prophet. When, when people see, come and let me tell you the truth of what they have told you. Then you are following. If you know that it's your wife doing all this, it's your husband. If they come here and I tell them, I want us to solve this situation. You come, bring your wife. Go and bring your family members. Your wife bring her family members. I will come there. The man of God should come. And the man of God should repeat what he told you in private. So we, I will tell him who is lying. You see, they, they will run away. And I've done that to about three men of God. They never came for the meeting. Do you know, do you know that this your senior prophet is, is, is not from God? Do you know he's using this and this? And this guy was confused. I sat here and, and he said, do you know that your auntie? I said, okay. You see, the prophet said that. I'm telling you as a prophet that everything he said, he lied. But I want to solve this. So what we are going to do is that your auntie that they said he has done that, you are going to bring your auntie. You are going to bring your mother. You are going to bring your two brothers and your two sisters. And the man of God will come. I will also come. Then I will prove to the man of God he's lying. Everyone agreed. The man of God said he will not come. Till today. And he's a popular man of God. Till today. See, the effect of our ministry must produce peace. Let me say, the effect of our ministry must produce peace. If that's not what it's producing, you have a different spirit. And so the man of God kept coming back. Now they built for the man of God. A man of God now say, a year by this time, you will embrace a son. And the woman said, don't lie. So to many church members, their pastors are lies. That's what they do receive. See, you can be here for years. Nothing will change. I can't tell you stories. So see, Ghana, it is in this nation that many are ungrateful. But when I look around, in everywhere, there are things I don't say on this pulpit. Because some of them have become more powerful than I've become in terms of finances, in terms of connection. And uh, if I'm not very careful and you say you want to say your mind, say your mind that uh, one day, me, I like seeing my mind, but I see it with wisdom. Uh, what do you think? Hey, what me. Continue. Many church members believe they are man of God are lying. Oh, they are saying what they are saying because they want something from them. Oh, we we, uh, we had a member in this church, very 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 connected, influent, has been in the church for years, never believed in the prophetic. But every prophetic service, the family will be around. Wow. Does not they never believe in the prophetic. And they will always come in the church. The day I prophesied about Laurent Babo being released from jail and coming back to Ivory Coast, when we closed, 
he kept me saying, no, sir, you know, you know, you know, we know you are a man of God, and um, you know some of these things you really, really have to be very careful. Uh, you know, you know, in how you see them. You know, you know we are connected. You know, you know where we are coming from. You, you know, you know, you know, you know. <laughs> you remember I told a story of a woman who met me the first time, came to church for the first time, and when she came to church for the first time and saw what God did. She went and sold her car. Do you know the person? You know the person. So I won't continue. You know the person. You know. Okay, then I won't continue. You know the kind of people around here. The doors these people opened for me eh, was awesome. But I won't go there. One of this woman's people, in, in the, their family, money, the day, oh, you remember... I went with you somewhere to pray on some houses around the airport. You, you remember? Okay, if you remember, then let me leave it. That's the person. What God has done with the family, when you, you enter their house, you know the difference between poverty and prosperity. I'm t- I've entered places, but when I entered the woman's house, me, I was humbled in the house. Hey! You see cars parked. What more prophet said, what kind of lifestyle is this? Smudo. You know, man of God, so we, some of us are really connected to you and you really need to be very careful about some of this statement. You know, you know that um, no African president has ever gone to the international uh, criminal court and has ever come back home. So some of these t- statements, you have to be careful because we are connected. But the person who brought you, it was prophecy that brought her. And when I prophesied to the person, the next day, when she saw, she sold the car. Three days after someone bought her a new car. Yeah, the, the, the son-in-law. And she brought dollars and pounds to my house. And I took it in addition. I've never seen it like that before. You see it. You know, you know, you know. And every day coming to church, never believe. The day Laurent Babu was, I mean, the news came out. She was the first who called me. Sir, can I come and see you? I say, wow. You know, I'm just watching CNN, and, and I think I need to bring you something. Hey. I say, come. <laughs> what she brought that day, as I sat in my hall, and the woman was bringing the thing, I say, wow. I love it. <laughs> but she never believed. So, men of God are not liars. Mm. Last week I told you there are three men of God, types of men of God God will give you. A man of God for a season. So there is a season in your life that God will give you a man of God. Number two, there is a man of God God will give you for a reason. Number three, there is a man of God God will give you for a lifetime. When God gives you a man of God for a lifetime, don't substitute him with a man of God for a season. Or a man of God for a reason. Because some people, your destiny is connected to a certain man of God. 
until you locate the man of God and sit under his ministry to hear the word of God, that which God wants to do will not happen. And when that happens, don't disconnect yourself. Don't disconnect yourself. A young man in this nation was listening to a man of God preach the word of God. From a very poor background, accommodation is a problem, and I, the man of God did not prophesy. But what the man of God was teaching God's word, he was seeing things out of what the man of God was saying. Out of it, most of the high-rising buildings in town today is owned by that young man. Because he was in church. Imagine, he said, I want someone who can prophesy. He might not see it. That when God brings you a man of God, it is how you manage your man of God. How you manage what you receive out of the ministry of the man of God is how you manage the man of God. There was a man of God called e Elijah. And Elijah had Elisha. Elisha was following Elijah. And the Bible said, once he was following, they came to a point where people came to speak evil about Elijah to Elisha but because Elisha knew that he was connected to Elijah by destiny he said hold your peace this man of God he is the reason I'm becoming what I'm becoming whatever you think you know hold it so that's why Elisha emerged as a powerhouse in the prophetic then Elijah, Elijah had a servant called Gehazi. Now, a great man came to the ministry of Elijah and called Naaman. And Naaman received his healing and brought some gifts. But the man of God says, these are not gifts to receive. Because when the man came, the way and manner he behaved, when I gave an instruction, the kind of murmuring, the kind of things he said, if we take this money, it will corrupt us. So the man of God said, no. Then Gehazi believed that his man of God had been foolish and had made a foolish and stupid decision. So when a man of God went, Gehazi went after Naaman and took Money that the father had rejected. And when Gehazi came, see, there is a realm you can be close to man of God, you might think they don't know a lot of things. Hey, let me tell you, there are a lot of things I know. I keep quiet because of peace. There are a lot, it's when you push me, I'll tell what I know. There are some I know because God told me. There are some I know because people told me. There are some I know because the people you know that you think they don't know me have always learned, I have never to mention my name in their conversation. Because at a certain level in life, the secret of your power must be kept secret. If, if people get to know what is keeping you, they might come and destroy it. And so some of these guys have learned how to keep quiet. Big, big guy. They will never mention my name. Say whatever. I was here in this church when someone had gone for some, a conference and was there and was talking by heart. 
and you know, I know Bernard, they have Bernard, I can connect it. And the person misbehaved. Then, then they send me videos. Ah, do you know so so and so? So so and so said, You are the spiritual father. I said, Yes. Said, Can you look at this? Is it what? I said, Wow. I said, Let me intervene. Last week, some of you were at the, the, the teaching service for the pastors. When I was telling one of my sons, you stop what I was doing, uh, and he was talking. I said, I want to produce evidence to you. When I say stop, I, it's because me, I want peace. Hmm? And because you sin differently from me, doesn't mean I have to amplify your sin. I just ask for grace to God to help you come out from whatever you're going through. I don't have a ministry of judging people. I have a ministry of connecting people to Jesus. If I connect you to Jesus, whatever you do with your life, after I've introduced Jesus, it's up to you. Are, are you with me? So if you can fool with the Jesus you have received, but I will still tell you the truth. The one word then, I said, oh, these are not necessary. There are things I know. I keep quiet. Because that's my ministry. My ministry is for the broken. It's for the rejected. It's for those who have lost hope. It's those who have been, people have said, nothing good can ever come. They are the people I like. They are the people God give me. And I love those people. I told one day, was someone said, ah, you call this one your daughter. Do you know she's a lesbian? I said, I love her as a lesbian church member. Because Jesus Christ came to die for sinners. So how do I choose the type of sinners I want? So I love all kinds of sinners, but I don't want to love them keep me sinning. I believe that one day God will turn things around. And I've seen how God have turned things around for several people. People, nothing good. Some of them, I never knew their story till they shared with me. I said, wow. Am I talking to somebody? Gehazi went forward. He received leprosy. In this dispensation, we might not have leprosy, but it could be different things. So how do you relate? Five minutes and I'm done. My time is up. I said, I beg you offering. 11.30, we're supposed to close. Yeah, I think I'll finish. Number one, Number one, relate with your man of God by placing value on the anointing on his life. That's number one for today. The woman with the issue of blood in Luke chapter 8, 43, placed value on the anointing of Jesus. She received a healing. Number two, relate with your man of God by making his voice the strongest in your life apart from the voice of the Holy Spirit. Relate with him by making his voice the strongest in your life apart from the voice of the Holy Spirit. As a Christian, the strongest voice in your life must be the voice of the Holy Spirit and the voice of Scripture. Whatever the Bible says is final for you. Forget about who is saying what. It is what the Bible is saying. If I come here and I, I endorse a sin, and the Bible clearly says it's a sin, forget about what I'm saying and follow the Bible. 
Paul said, follow me as long as I follow Christ. As an employee, the strongest voice in your life must be the voice of your employer. As a child, the strongest voice in your life must be the voice of your parent. As a Ghanaian living in Ghana, the strongest voice in your life must be the constitution of Ghana. Because it's the constitution that defines what is a sin. So you travel to a certain nation and you find out that weed has been legalized and you come back. Don't come here and be smoking it and say nobody will do you anything. And want to move past police headquarters. If they arrest you, it is your foolishness. As a church member, the strongest voice in your life must be the voice of your pastor. So a situation where your pastor wants you to meet him at 11.15 a.m., when you are supposed to be at the workplace, what do you do? If you obey the voice of your pastor, when you are meant to be at work, you might be sacked. And you come and sit down and say, how can God allow it? It wasn't God. It's your foolishness. Because at that time, you should know whose voice is the strongest. So in case you want to obey the voice of your pastor, you ask for permission. Am I saying something right? That's why in this church, we will never support anyone getting married. Because in our Ghanaian culture, marriage is established in the family. It is the family, it's, it's the family that gives people to not the church. In other jurisdictions, you can meet yourself, the two of you can just go and get married, but not in Ghana. So here, if you want to get married, you want to make sure that both parents or both family accept, agree. Then we come. So that's why at a point they will tell you, now, now that the date is, now bring your family for, for us to hear from them that they agree. When they agree, we agree. If they say no, I've, I've not been part of about five marriages since I started pastoring. Because at a point I find out one of the family members was not in agreement. I told them I can't be part. If you can't wait for us to convince them, then you can't convince me. Into the, and I, no pastor was sent there. Are you with me? So if you are a member of Spirit Life Revival Ministry, the voice of your pastor must be the strongest voice in your life. Apart from the voice of the Holy Spirit. So when I said this, another pastor on the internet said this. When you are about to marry, let him officiate it on the internet for you. Hallelujah. When I say, if my, if my voice is the strongest in your life, this is how you will see. Come for midweek service, you'll be here. You will find one reason to appear. I don't need to make advertisement to let you come for service. Because you understand what your, your voice must submit to. Your, your, your boss does not need to make advert before you go to work. As long as you are assigned to work with him, you understand that every week, Monday to Friday, if it is part of the agreement, I need to be there. Whether you feel like it or not, you are there. So if my voice is the strongest in your life, 
When I say come for midweek service, you come for midweek service. When I say we're having Friday service, you come for Friday service. But when I say that I'm leading you to sin, you know that the highest voice is the voice of the scripture. I call and say, let me come and let me bath you. And, and you to fully say, as long as Papa has said it, who am I? Who am I? Hey, sister, yesterday I. Am, am I communicating? So make the voice of your pastor the strongest voice in your life apart from the voice of the Holy Spirit. N- number what? Number three. Relate with him by placing value on the words of his lips. I was speaking to a church member, and I said to the church member, go and do this thing for your father. Because I see that you are having a, is it colon cancer, eh? That I see you are having And that thing is coming out of bitterness and unforgiveness. Now, what will be the medical diagnosis that will connect unforgiveness and bitterness to colon cancer? And so he was saying, you know, uh, and and, and, uh, my father never took care of me one year. Say, see, I went to colon cancer. Yeah. I'm not asking, bring it to me, your father. No, God knew what your father had done. And God was overlooking it to tell you, go and do this thing. And you know that in this church, we, 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 we give honor to our parents. We honor our parents. It's our lifestyle. Whether your father took care of you, your mother did not take care of you, your place from the place of the scripture is to honor them. Leave them to God. God will deal with them. Did you see the man who have come out and said, Jacob is my father and father. How can you be that irresponsible and not come out at this time to say that? Yeah, that's an irresponsible. If your father be responsible. Look at someone say, be responsible. Take care of all the children you bring to this world. Take care of all of them. Let nothing stop you. But do it rightly. Because there are times you'll be doing the right thing, but you're doing it the wrong way. Am I with you? So, so if it is true that Ejekwa is his father, then he will pay for it. The father will pay. He will pay. It's not right. It's not right to impregnate a woman and leave her all alone to raise all these years. What is that? What, what, what is that? Then now, because if he was Amroba, would he have come out to say, he's my son? Say amen. amen. What kind of lifestyle is that? But if I were Jacob, if it is true, I would accept him as a father. Now look at his age. He has just some few years to die. Then whatever I can do as a son, I will do it without looking at him. Oh, what do you think? What I would say might not be the popular thing. Forget him. Don't mind him. But that's not the way of the scripture. Honor him. The next one, relate with him as a spiritual father. If I'm your spiritual father, you will relate with me. Philippians chapter 2, verse 19 to 22, because of time. Number four, relate with him with a sense of sensitivity. Number five, number five, relate with him with a sense of sensitivity. 
John 2, 5. His mother said unto the servant, whatsoever he said unto you, do it. They have gone for the wedding and it was supposed to be a miracle service. Now one was finished. And Jesus' mother, relating with the son out of sensitivity, tells them, you also be sensitive. So that when he tells you anything, don't argue, just do it. As long as it doesn't go against scripture, just do it. Relate with him with a sense of sensitivity. When I'm telling you the next Sunday, we are going to honor our senior pastor. We, we are going to celebrate him. Relate with him with a sense of sensitivity. And come around. Come around. Bring your gift. I know you are supposed to travel, but just said because of this day, it's so special to me that I will postpone it to Monday. Oh, I don't have the money, but I will try everything legally to get something just to come and show my senior pastor how that in the last 14 years he has been a pastor over us to show Apostle Vincent that I love him. Uh, you say, uh, I want to be the one to give you the biggest gift in this occasion. Because that becomes a memorial. I want to do it. Master, that's not what I said. I said, come and honor. Whatever you are going to come and let us honor him. Or oh, senior, what do you think? Yeah. Number. Relate with him as a custodian of the mysteries of God. Relate with your pastor as the custodians of the mysteries of God. First Corinthians 4.1 Let a man so account of us as of the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Men of God are the stewards of God's ministries. They are the custodians of the mysteries of God. Number seven. Number seven. Relate with him by serving him with your gifts and your talent. Everyone has been given a special ability, a gift or, 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 or a talent. Now relate with your pastor by seven. One day one of my daughters came to me. She, 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 she was uh, in the choir, uh, in, in the ocean department and said, Papa, I don't feel like I want to be in the, um, in the ocean department. I was hurt. If she's here, I, wanted, I was hurt. I was offended. What is the glory of sitting in chair doing nothing? Because whatever every department does in church helps overall church. I, I, I agree that with every human institution, there will be issues. But let us manage the institution. Because every dishonor in every institution is a dishonor to me and eventually to God. So I agreed for her to exit the ushers, ushering department. But I was hurt. I was offended. Because she was not rejecting the ushering department. She was rejecting my position as a pastor. If she's here, if he's going to tell her. If you know, I tell her. If you don't know, come on, Mark. I'll tell you. Go and advise her. I don't know who she is. If you don't know, you come on. Yeah. One day, I realized a certain sister has left the singing group. And I was hurt. See, when people give you access, protect the access. Don't abuse the access. Honor the access. Treasure the access. Don't destroy it. And I was hurt. 
Then one day I realized that most of the church members are not in any department and I'm hurt. I'm hurt. People with abilities, people with gifts, they are not doing, the two are even better than the rest. At least you entered and you exited. It's more glorious than chair bar for who is not in any department. So when you become the MP now, now my son, you are not very careful. You don't even come to church. Look at Mr. Bevy. Have you seen Mr. Bevy in church? Did I mention his name in church? He's not in church. When he had not become the MP, did you, did you see him coming to church? Tell him that I'm not happy with him. And that is the truth. That is the truth. I watch people after they have become what they have become. And most of the time, my style, I might keep quiet for years. That's me. I, I might not like what we're doing, and I can keep quiet for years. But one day will come. So tell him, that's, I'm not happy. Because when he had not become the MP, that's not the truth. I took him to meet Apostle Dada Mewazi. Apostle Dada was asking me, we can come the next day. Then he said to me, I said, Papa, see, this man is a man after my heart. He said, but do you know? I said, yes, I know him. So I, can, I, said, I, can, I can stick my neck out for him. And at midnight, I heard we went there. Since he became a member, of, a member of parliament, and he has not even gone to see Apostle Dada. If I've done that, I don't know about that. Tell us I'm head. He doesn't come to church. Do you see him in church? But 2024 is just coming. <laughs> I said 2024 is just ah, isn't it 2024? <laughs> ah, didn't he come to you? Sir? He wants to be part of the protocol. Ah, isn't the truth? Me, me, I'm a, I preach the truth too. Ah, yeah. So if I made him part of the protocol, will he be in church? That's why it hurts me that God can't trust a lot of Christians. Yesterday, I sent people, go and change some dollars for me. They said, all the shops have been closed because they were having their salary. You, or they are... Uh, he, I'm not a Muslim, so it means Salah. <laughs> so they have closed. They have closed you. You have one reason you will stay out of church. Look at your face. You are, that's why I said most believers who have broken through have not become good systems of encouragement for others. You have not gotten anywhere. You come to church late. When the Lord makes you come in despite, maybe you even slap your pastor. I like, I like watching online. Keep on. Now, if you don't know, the owner of, of Binance, below the age of 35 or so, in the last 10 years, has become one of the richest people. In one day, he lost over $6 billion. 60. One day. My brother, there is a day that everything you have worked for, you can lose everything. One day they were asking me, where is this person? I said, I don't know. Yeah. This life eh, is too volatile. Be very careful. So, you are in church. You are doing nothing in the church. Then you come and sit down with all your beauty, with all your handsomeness. You are sitting in church as a useless church member. So as a church, you are useless to the church. But to your business, you are useful. 
to your friends, you are useful. Who makes friends without con- looking for the friend? The Bible, he that wants to be friend must be friendly. So you are useful as a wife, as a husband. I see people get married in the church and they exit the car. I see marriage is a promotion. It is your pride that is killing you. It is your pride. So, Pastor, why are you saying that? You don't be saying, what? tell me the message to preach. You tell me the message I should preach right now. Give me, I will preach that message. They do nothing. And you, uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Boyo, you don't come for midweek service. In, in the name of, you see, Papa, the banking system, eh? Papa, you really don't understand the banking system. Papa, you see, when, when you become, when you become a, a bank manager, as I have become, eh? Papa, the thing is somewhere. Oh. Papa, you see, you can't come for midweek service. Keep on saying that. You might not say that with your mouth, but your behavior is telling us. Because you don't come for midweek service. How can that character encourage other people who look up to you to come? Because when I saw you, you were a student. Oh, you were a student. And every day, Boyu is there. Ah, mid, midnight, Boyu is there. Ah, Boyu is there. Now that to define there, you are not there. You said you did not have any idea that you wanted to be, your, your, your dream was not to be in the banking sector. But one day I called you. And I said to you that God is giving an offer. Would you be or whatever? You know your prophetic word. And you said nationwide. They wanted to employ three people. Is it three? Three people. And you were the first chosen among the three. And God gave you a path in the banking system. And now you are a bank manager. How do you have to behave? In the day of peace, be careful. In the day of peace, I said be careful. I'm telling you, in the day of peace, be careful. Because there is, the Bible recognizes an evil day. I never thought as a pastor, I would ever come to a place of need. Huh? My brothers and sisters, by virtue of what I have planned, for the day my band will be lifted, I knew I can never struggle. I have done things quietly for years. Not even my wife was aware of the depth of things I was doing. I have lived my life as a sacrifice, preparing for a day. A bishop called me and said to me, I am on this board and I find this and this about you. Young man, you are doing so well. I'm so amazed. I'm so amazed. But you know something? This work of the ministry, things can turn. Manjay did that. I said, I never believed it. That advice, eh, it was foolishness to me. But when something hit me, then I remembered the voice of the bishop. And now I'm coming back little by little. My brother, as in the day of peace, eh, please, please be careful. What you are sorry, we are telling the truth, you are getting angry. Get angry in this church. Angry for where? God bless you, sir. How are you, sir? 
Let me close the service. I, I, I hope you are not offended. It's part, of, it's part of the message. But even if you're offended, it's the message that I'm preaching. Have I preached anything? Uh, there's a true gospel. Okay, I did not know. I thought I was preaching. Now let me close. Number one. Number eight. Relate with him as God's agent for introducing you into the supernatural. Number nine. Relate with him in remembrance. Remember your pastor in prayer. Remember the time he preached the word of God that saved you from that sin. And that remembrance must be seen by a time send a message. My pastor, thank you so much for being a pastor over us. Thank you. This week there is a pastor called Pastor Patrick Ajimendia. Pastor Patrick Ajimendia called me and said, some of the church members want to come and see me. I mean, I was shocked because if you are where I am, you will know that Nippon Kanukre. That when people say things, at the time of, of release, they might not do what they say they will do. Pastor, when I met Pastor Patrick, I then married for 16 years without a child, and I prophesied and said, God said, go and give a baby girl or whatever. And it just happened like that. So Pastor Patrick brought the church members. Why? I came to their church, and I ministered to them, an elderly woman, an elderly man. And they are seeing everything the Lord said through me, manifesting one after the other. So they are coming to say to God, thank you. And also to appreciate the man of God. I was shocked. And I told them, some of this, the entire see. So when we hear of them, we get surprised. Hey, so people can still remember us. How much did they bring? It's not about the money. It's about the act of remembrance. It's about the act of remembrance. The fact that someone can still remember that a pastor stood with me in prayer. A pastor was a covering over me. A pastor preached the word of God. A pastor came for my wedding. A pastor, or a, what do you call it, dedicated my children. My first, a pastor that taught alone. Remember your pastor. The next one, and this is where I'm closing, when I will blast small. Relate with him by building with him. When we started the church, most of our membership were student. And so in pastoring student, there are so many challenges. One of the challenges would be the area of sexual immorality. If you are not very strong with the members because they are young, their, their, their hormones are wild and it's traveling and things like that. And the other challenge will be the area of finances. People, because their student will not be able to give offering and things like that. And it will be, some has to do with challenge because of dysfunctional family. Some of them will be coming out from. So you as a pastor will go beyond just preaching the word of God to be a pastor over them. And there are times the church needs to come in to provide financially for them. Now, we believe by the grace of God, there will always come a season of stability. And the season of stability, you are done with school, you are done learning a trade, you have a skill, you are working. And we believe that that is the season for you to build with the church. That is the season for you to build with the church. You have become what you must become. What can I do? 
Okay, I have a skill when it comes to the sound. Can I offer my skill just Sunday for, 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 for just this number of hours for free? But you are people who can manage our skill. Sitting in our congregation. Sitting there. Sitting there. And left the work on this man. This man is like one man thousand. Steve, like everywhere. Yesterday, I, I, we spoke around eight it was even getting to nine. He was still around. Making sure everything is in place. Sound is in place. And people can do it too, but they are sleeping. Because they cannot build with us. Then you get people break through, have certain, certain positions in life. And uh, uh, I said that the oracle place that they have not finished, you know, where we have gotten to, we need to be. Keep on. Build with us. People travel, travel. Someone asked me, let me say publicly, I did not go for one of my daughter's wedding. She's called Jennifer a champion. Someone asked why I did not go. You know me, I don't lie. That day I was supposed to go for two weddings. I was supposed to go for Jennifer's wedding and my son and daughter, Michelle and Kobnas and Sue's wedding. So I made up my mind I was going to go. He's my wedding. I will go for this two wedding. So when I was ready and I ironed, they ironed my suit and brought it, I saw that the flap of the, the trousers, it has opened some way. So the thing wasn't, but the zip is closed. But it's like the, 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 the the flap was like here, so you can see the zip. And I said, if I wear this, people will say, so they should go and iron it. And I said, no, they have something has loose there. Okay, they did it. They brought it. Then when I was about to go, I even called province and I told, no, this is what has happened, but I'll be there. Then from there, I go to Jennifer's place and things like that. So, so once I was there, I said, oh, fine. Then when we were already, my daughter, Minel, and my son, Minel, came. I said, Daddy, where are you going? I said, I'm going for a wedding. They said, you won't go. I said, why? He said, you are a father. Every day you are going somewhere. Every day you are going here. You are going to pray for this church member. Today you won't go. You'll be in the house. So I asked them, if I am that, what will I be doing for them? He said, you won't do anything, but you'll be in the house. Then I realized that my children have missed their father. They have seen that their father is out there blessing people. But with the same people, remember their father. The minister said, Mr. Sean, take this phone. Make sure he doesn't move from where he's sitting. Video him. I'm going up. When I come, I want to have a look at it. <laughs> ah. So I sat down. And I was thinking, then I said, I will not go. So I couldn't go for Kobnas and Sue's wedding and for Jennifer at Champon's wedding. This, this is the main reason that I couldn't go. But later when I was reflecting on things, I felt that my daughter has not behaved as a daughter. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell her. You see, me, one of my greatest honors after I have pastored you is to see a day of remembrance in your life and you involving me. What am I saying publicly? Because I don't have any, I'm not afraid of anybody and I say whatever I want to say. At the right time, I want to say it. So I was surprised. Jennifer has been a member 
through university, now you have gone outside. So you are going to marry. At least, if we are not even good pastors, give us the privilege of counseling you. You give us the, and let us say no. Give us the privilege of counseling you. Then you take your wedding to reach, but I still was going to go. But the lesson is what I'm telling you. And I realized, wow. People cannot build with you. They can't remember. Tell her that I said this. She's your friend. Tell her that this is what I, tell her this is what I said in church. Tell her. Because if you don't tell her, I'll tell her. You know, I've told, you, I've told her to tell her. I, and, and see, some of these little things hurt men of God. My wife said last two weeks, they were on, um, on uh, uh, they went for evangelism. And the man of God said, he, he, he has decided not to do ministry again. Because church people are bad. <laughs> Which of the ladies encountered the man of God? Sylvia. I the one. Oh, you were the one. Come. You. What did the man of God say? Tell us. Um, he said he has stopped ministry because um, his members are, or let's say in general, church members are bad. And he has rented his church to a different church to pastor. Okay, so um, what he shared, similarly to what um, Debbie was saying, he said that accusations from people and that if he would ever do ministry, he would not do it in Ghana, but he would do it outside. And he was sharing his problems with, you know, his wife, how his wife would complain. Okay, not his wife, but women of God, the pastor's wives, how they will complain on Saturdays what they want and all that. So basically, he had given up um, pastoring a church in Ghana. And so he had given his church out to another ministry. And then his church members too had found their way to other places. Yeah. Brother, as I've pastored you, eh, even if you buy an aunt, let me come and dedicate it. They did buy an aunt. You give me the privilege to dedicate your aunt. You see, we find pride in the little things our members do, in the little achievement in their life. And what kind of dishonor in the day of your wedding? Hmm? We were not, wow. I was thinking after him, and I said, wow. One day a church member wanted to get married. And because we did not have a church building, the church member said, you want to use uh, the husband to be his church. You don't know about that. The husband to be his church, that's what they, and I asked, oh, he's suggesting this to me, does it make sense? So the traditional word, where will it be here? And so my father, I said, why don't we do it in your husband's to be his father's house? Because it's bigger, better than, he said, no, 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 no. He said, why would you gather the courage to come and insult me like that? How can you insult me like that? So the little things, please get us involved. We, we, we are not saying we want to be part of your life. No. We, we, can't, we can't be, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, controlling your life. No, that's normal. I don't have a life to lead you. Papa. But I'm saying, the, just get us involved in the little, your wedding. Get us involved. Give us the privilege. Even if you have decided to leave the church, let, give us, you do your wedding for the last time. Because as you marry her, you are gone. You get for the last time. 
So I was really offended after the wedding. I said, wow, because all this that have not come close to me till after the wedding, I said, oh, Jennifer, a champion, my own daughter, how could you do this thing to me? I won't go into other things. So we believe that when God bless you, don't, 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 don't try to insult me. If you, I will insult you back. Oh. I am not the normal pastor. Even when I'm wrong, I will fight you. I'm, tell, I'm not the normal. When I'm wrong, are you fighting me? I will fight you for having the capacity to fight me because I'm wrong. The last one. Defend the interest of your pastor. If I don't finish this, I won't defend the interest. Men of, that, that's the last one, yeah, that's the last one. Men of God, it's not easy to be a man of God. The insults, the accusations, the demonic attacks, that will come on you. How people forget about you. It's not an easy thing. And when you fall sick, how people behave as if they don't know you and they will look for the next pastor. Last week, Prophet Vincent Bannerman was sharing the story of a great man of God who died. And by the time he died, we learned that he had taken a bit of alcohol. And this man, some years ago, was one of the most popular, most anointed pastors in Ghana. As a matter of fact, it is reported that, that the, the, the crowd he has been able to control in this nation, there is no prophet who has been able to pull that kind of crowd. There was a season when a whole place was named after him. Where if you pick a car, you have to use him as the bus stop, Manette Junction. And the people who moved there, and Professor was talking about how the man of God died. And he asked the question, so was there anyone that he was a blessing to? Come on, brother. Depression can let you do things. I know men of God who, who smoke. I know men of God who drink alcohol. I'm not justifying any of them. I don't have any basis to justify them. But all I'm telling you that depression can let you do a lot of things. And one group of people who are most of the time suicidal are men of God. Because most of the time, they don't have who to speak to. And especially if you are not fortunate to have a good wife or a good husband, then you are dead. Many a times, by the time I will get home, my wife is asleep. Most of the time, she will wait. Last two weeks, you wait up to 2 something a.m. And you even call, baby, are you not coming home? 2 a.m. How many pastors wives will have that kind of patience? To wait. By the time the man of God died, his marriage was already gone. And I, as I talk about it, I feel like me as a pastor, I also failed. Maybe I could have looked out for him. Or maybe because I said I'm not connected to him. And 
Or maybe I just know a lot of things that was happening. But the question is, the thousands of people he gathered at the place. Even Madina here, he used to gather people. So was there no one that at, the, at that time the man of God was struggling in life? Who could say, sir? Were there not sons he raised? Who could say, sir? Will cover your nakedness. We want to help you out of it. Was there no one who could provide him with accommodation in a very good place? I know other men of God did their best. I can remember too now, even as I'm talking. But were there no church members? Because now, to them, the anointing is gone. To them, he doesn't have a name again. To them, Okay, maybe they heard some bad stuff about him. It is gone. Mm. One by one. Me, I won't die like that in Jesus' name. I won't die like that in Jesus' name. Because I know, even if no one remembers, but I won't get a point where everything will be gone. It will not happen. Because I know what God has said. And I know you, you won't be that wicked to leave me. Because I trust in you. I trust in your abilities. I trust in what God will do with you. I believe that when God elevates you, when God brings you to that place, when God delivers you, you will remember this house. You will remember this ministry. In the mighty name of Jesus, be a source of defense around men of God. John 18, verse 7 downwards, I close with this scripture. John 18. They had come looking for Jesus. And he said, then ask he them again, whom seek ye? And they said, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus answered, I have told you that I am he. If therefore ye seek me, let this go their way. Jesus saying, I am the pastor. Leave the members. Let their curse come upon me. Now take me. Mm -hmm. That the saying might be fulfilled, which he spoke. Of them which thou givest me, have I lost none. A good pastor's desire is not to lose one. Not, not even the most wicked. So we don't want to lose any of you. Then Simon Peter May God give us Simon Peters in the church. And Simon Peter, having a sword, every church member must have a sword. In our generation, your sword must not be the physical one. I will show you the sword you must have. Having a sword, drew it and smote the high priest's servant and cut off his right ear. The servant's name was, Master, move and let me body Yeah. Then said Jesus unto Peter, Put up thy sword into the shade, the cup which my father have given me. Shall I not drink it? Shall I not drink it? Uh -huh. Then the band and the captain of the officers of the Jews took Jesus and bound him. Peter was there. 
and they were coming to arrest Jesus. He did not know whether the accusation was true or not true. But to him, this man, you think he's a criminal. This man is my savior. A man, unfortunately, shot a lady in Kumasi. I feel so sad for the lady's family and also for the man's family. But it still remains that a man is a suspect and not a criminal. Am I right? Is he a criminal? CCTV camera said he killed. But still, until he has been taken to court and proven guilty, he's a suspect and not a criminal. Then, in case they catch him and some people beat him and they take the man to the hospital, to the medical doctor, he becomes our patient. We're talking about the same suspect too. If he's sentenced, he becomes a prisoner and therefore a criminal. If he goes to court and have a lawyer come to um, defend him, the lawyer will say, that is my client. I heard the man is a married man. To the wife, that is the husband. So the, no matter how wicked you think the man is, someone says, he's my husband. I learned the man have children. To the children, even though our father have done this abominable act, he still remained our father. So your father doesn't change because of what your father has done. Am I right? Naturally speaking, if your father is an arm robber, you still have an arm robber father. Okay. So to Peter, this man you call a criminal, he's the one I became saved. I would never have entered into ministry with, if not for Jesus. When my mother-in-law was sick and I told Jesus, he went with me to the house. And when people saw me walking with Peter, Jesus, everyone was happy. In fact, when I was walking on the water, everyone was saying, yo, P, yo, P, all because of Jesus. How dare you touch the man who has made me who I have become? So he pulled the sword. Many people don't know, men of God, are still operating in the realm of humanity. And as they operate in the realm of humanity, they have weaknesses. They have other past and they are present. And people can capitalize on their past just to fight their future. As for me, my past is gone because I don't have one. Say amen. amen. Say amen. amen. For me, I don't have past. I'm going to talk about my past. Anybody who talks about my past, it doesn't exist. You hear me? It doesn't exist. I, I know my past. But people can rise up against a ministry, against a man of God, based on a mistake he committed, based on an act. What happens when people fight a man of God based on that? We will not agree with that act if it was true. But still, you defend the cause of the man of God. You don't defend the act. A, far, a pastor is found raping. We cannot defend the rape. But we can still defend the pastor. So how? The pastor should be taken to court. That is it. You are a pastor, you rape someone. You go to court. But when you go, to, I, if you are my pastor, I will show up at court. 
to let you know that even while you are going to prison, I still believe in you. When they sentence you, I will, I will be visiting you. I will not cut connection with you because you did a bad thing. So I will condemn the act, but I still trust God to save you. Number two, there are things that people will manufacture that are not true. You still defend the cause of the pastor. Hey, one day a certain girl destroyed my name in this nation. And today that girl is married to a prophet. And as they are destroying the prophet's name, and I read something she came to read in defense of the husband of his I I wanted to just re- respond. Hey, madam, are you okay? Keep quiet. Have you forgotten what you did to me? They are doing worse to your husband now. You want to talk. What about them? Keep quiet. Let's go through it. But I realized that, let me leave. Defend the cause of pastors. Fight for them. And people will be instigated by demons to fight men of God. People, they will be, and it will surprise you that those people are the people who have been held by the pastor or the church than any other group of people. People will lie. And because as a pastor, you might not have a platform. Yeah, every story has two parts. Most of the time, when the pastor is not like me and doesn't have the power to speak about his part, there are a lot of stories I hear about me, but because I have not heard it well, when I hear it well, I respond it here. When I sat a certain medical doctor, I did not know until I listened to an audio of the medical doctor's girlfriend saying that I came to propose to her. And, and when she said no, that is why. I came here and I fired. I called her seven times. She did not pick it. What I would have done, I will tell you my side in this church. Me, I'm not a coward. Though. Me, I defend myself. Angels defend me by the grace of God. Maya, Maya, unt me ya woshe. Kase amen. Me ya me ya unt me sun ya woshe. But because most pastors don't have the mouth to talk, because most pastors are weak, and the people can come. How can someone come to you and say, "Do you know the white hanky papa uses?" Do you know what is in the hanky? And this is someone who was asked, why don't you come for Friday service? So, do, do, do you know? Do, 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 you know the, do you know the white hanky? Do you know what is in, in it? Why is he always holding white? Please, I don't, I, I don't want them to sell my destiny. Hey! Yeah. So, so, so. No, 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 no. I mean, I came, when I came once and I saw the thing, you know, and I saw the white hanky, you know. Ah, so I, I, I. Then you two, a foolish. Eh. I, I, so, so once you are there and I'm preaching, uh, then I move right like that. I say, ah. Look, you see, the thing they spoke about, you know. Look, look at the white hanky. This is the white hanky. 
This is the white donkey. White donkey. White donkey. I don't even know how they get the hankies for me. It was I'm preaching now, Mr. Mr. Kwasi will bring one. Then I'll, and now it has become, ah, I used to, me, I love chains. I love rings. Oh, my brother. Nanka, I'll kiss you. No, where is my ring? No, last week when I asked you, said you are working. You and who are working on it. Even if my wife can even get angry. But please, don't get angry. It's Mr. Sean. This week, he will fix it, okay? Because of that, I have some offering for you. Eh? Don't say I, I won't give it. I'm a very romantic man. When I promise, I fulfill. Hmm? Give me at least by 5 p.m. Check your account. You'll be smiling. Mr. Sean, see, you made us lose money right now. So find a way, let's fulfill the promise and get the ring. So whenever I'm sleeping, I remove my ring. So it's missing. But I love the thing is inside the ring. So you cannot live your life. Everything you would do as a pastor, there is something about it. And people can create. I wrote my first book, Enforcing Prophet Decree. When I wrote the book, you, you see, the first copy was no good. So I destroyed all of that and I reprinted. Then you will see the staff of David in front of the book. Then people will say, ah, your pastor is awkward. <laughs> and I said, oh. So someone can be, ah, papa, please, so I won't ask you. And I, ah, when people say, I guess, but please, so are you an awkward? I said, why? He said, uh, uh, this is your book. I'm finding very hard to read. Because all my friends are saying my pastor is awkward because of this symbol. I said, well, number one, I'm not an awkward. Number two, I'm not even the one who chose this. You can ask the designer why he put this one there. I don't know anything about it. Number three, this is called the Staff of David. You can go and read about it. Then he went. So immediately I said, let's change the cover of the book. You see, so everything you do, when you are coming and you don't talk, ah, the thing, see, that why when you come, he's stiff. He can't talk because the thing, when I wasn't married, they said that because of what I have gone for, they say I should not get married. When I got married, and I was talking about, they said I will never have children. They say, the reason why he's saying he cannot have children is because he has already sold the power. Eh? So he's telling us this. So in case the baby don't come, eh, we'll know that this. How? And the baby came. And they changed it. They said, I sh- they said that I should never dig the ground and put blocks there. In other words, I should never build the church. I was with my wife when we met to meet a bishop in Tagrade. Do you remember the bishop? You remember, okay. And the bishop, ah, Bernard, so, so we've started a chair. And, 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 ah, but Bernard, they have said what you have gone for says that you should never be. So you were a church member and you were listening to this foolishness. They said, hmm, you, hmm, what can we say? You are not defending the gospel. There are people, I don't have relationship with them because of what they were trying to say about my pastor. And I'm never saying any of the men of God I submit to is an angel. My father, Reverend Eboasan, is not an angel. My father, Apostle Manu is not an angel. 
My father, Bishop Dr. Bidose, is not an angel. My father, Dr. Miwazi, is not an angel. My father, Dr. Olumide Emmanuel, is not an angel. But as I sit here, I've never heard anything evil about them. Because when you start, I end with you. Stop it. I don't need it. I want with you to meet a man of God. I say it has been a blessing to me. He was one of the people who opened doors when I came to this city. Why? Because one day, my father, Apostle Manunkuma, had traveled to America. Say, hmm. you know, this man, when he went to, I heard, I said, sir, it's okay. I, I, I think I don't know the details, but I don't want to know. That was, and I cut my relationship with him. It has been over 13 years. You know the person? So I can't, that's me. That's my principle. Because the reason why I'm in the life of Apostle Man is two things. To know Jesus. One. To benefit from the oil that has made him to make me. Every other thing is not important to me. I'm not an investigator to investigate my father. What? So that you come, uh, uh, let's see. They say, you know, your father, when it's about the professor, he will do this. Do you know what, what, do you know what, like when someone called me, hey, Papa, I want to ask you, my father told me you are an occult. I said, why? Say, my father says that, uh, you know, you know, you do uh, uh, count to, when you stand here, and he said, go to my right hand side, count to number 17. One, two, three, four, five, seventeen. Okay, number two and three. Uh, who is Ajoman, sir? Say, it is awkward. Who? So the lady called me, and I said, I said, who is your father? They mentioned the man's name. I said, okay, what does he say? He's a man of God. I said, who is his father? He told me his father. I said, okay. Tell your father that I want to see him. I want us to discuss this awkward thing. Because... What books has he been reading that he found it out? That means the awkward, I don't know the book. <laughs> Till today, the father said he doesn't want to see me. So I, I was laid on. They said, oh, the spectacles the man of God wear. That is where the thing is inside. One day he said, I remove it. I gave it to him. Wear it and see if you see anything. So you hear different things. But your own is to defend I'm not saying defend as him in insult. Even your facial expression will show I'm not interested. Hey, your pastor. I, 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 I listened to a voice note of one of my sons and I was so happy. A foolish girl had called my son and I was having a discussion with my son. And while they were talking, the foolish girl now were. <laughs> and about you also for mommy. And my son said, hey, you can't go there. You can't go there. I don't know what you are going to say. You can't go there. Listen, you can talk about, but listen. So I'm not saying, so please, I'm just telling. When I listen, see, and turn, see. Hey, if you, you know how, eh, so, oh, bomu, bomu, bomu. 
then you realize that when one man, I send that guy a message when I listen to the audio. And I say, I thank you so much. Number one, for what you did for my wife. What you did for my family. That act. I don't know what the person was going to say. Because see, pastor's wife go through pain that no one knows of. That's why me, immediately you dishonor my wife anyway, except I don't know. I disconnect myself from you. The easiest way to honor me is to honor this woman. Because when you honor me, honor her, it makes my work easy. I have never heard from my wife saying, and your church members, and, oh, baby, I'm okay. Go and come. I was so blessed. I was so blessed that someone could rise up to defense of my wife. Would that even wait to listen? As I don't know. He said, when it comes to that family, they are my family. Whatever, keep it. Bao, we look like demons to you already. So when they start, ah, hmm, I knew it all. No, I have been trying to ask you, but I just have to be very careful. Apostle Vincent, get up. Please come. Look at this man. Don't you think this man deserves to be honored? This man. Don't you think he deserves to be honored? Take your seat. Oh no, take your seat. This man is a Christian. This man is a man of God. Why do you think that I wasn't willing to cut this message? Just so that I preach, I prophesy. I won't do it. It's because when the spirit of Anna rises in a ministry, the blessings of God is seen without struggle. Some things have started happening to some people, eh? And I know why it's happening. This man deserves to be honored. Next week, let us come and just honor this man of God. Let honor him, number one, with us being around. Because your presence is more important than your present. Just coming around is enough. And according to your capacity and your ability, 
let us release a seed to bless this man. You will never know the impact of a man of God in your life. Last week, I shared it about a businessman in Accra, businessmen in Accra. They are the biggest payment gateway in Ghana. They are the biggest in Ghana. They have nothing to do with software, with technology. Until one day as they sat in the church and they realized that this man of God have a lot of burden and they asked, so who buy credit for him? And they decided, let's give him a phone. Let's give him a chip. And they bought this postpaid from Tigo. I'll mention their name. So you remind their name. I'll mention their name. And they bought it for me. That image and idea hit them. People who have no background in IT started doing wonders in IT. And today, they are the biggest in Ghana. What is the, the, the name of their company? Insano. And they always tell that story. It was after that act it was after that act. It was after that act that God opened that door. And he's a man of God. Every year they will come to their house, two partners. Every, it's, their, it's their custom. Come twice in a year. He said, we can't ever do anything without always acknowledging you. And he says, sir, you remember when we got our first contract, we didn't even have money for execution. And we came to you. And you carried the money and said, take it and go. And said, man, you have been part of that. And every, when I hear they come, I get happy. Do you know why? Because it makes me, oh, some people remember. Number two, I'm about to get some fresh money. And I get happy. Hallelujah. I'm seeing, I'm preparing for my senior pastor. My wife is preparing for my senior pastor. My family is preparing for my senior pastor. Because next month is the beginning of money commit. And I trust God that it could be that through the seed we will release out of sacrifice into your life that my own activation will start. For my wife to give birth to Minel L. Bernard, we have to sow a car as a seed into the anointing of Prophet Salop and Minel come. So maybe your own is my prosperity that is going to come. So this thing is too personal. This message is a message from my heart for you. From the depth of my heart. And I want to plead all of you. Let us come on Sunday. Let me even kneel down so that you know that I'm serious. Or will you come? Even if you have nothing to give, you, I, I just want Paul Vincent to know that we love him. Are you with me? And if you have something to give, it will be something else. Man of God, I want to say God bless you. I want to say God bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. You see, we have the pastors at the headquarters. We have Pastor Nelson.
at the headquarters, Pastor Gideon Kwako at the headquarters, and the prophet Ekohamon at the headquarters. And me, I'm here. The rest, there. they are supposed to go and start there, but we don't know why they are still here. So for now, we are the pastors here. Now, because it's the first time, that's why we are not due for Pastor Nelson or Pastor Gideon or Prophet Echo or for myself. We believe that our concentration must be in how to honor our senior pastor. And that honor will find expressions into our life. I know today I've taken long because when I left the house, as if I don't finish this message, we will not close. So I thank you for your patience, for me to download everything on my heart. And I want to thank you in advance that on the 30th, you're already in church. Give it to the Lord somebody. Give it to the Lord somebody. So take your offering. As we bring today's message to a close, we hope that the teachings shared have touched your heart and ignited a deeper connection with your faith. May the wisdom and inspiration gained here continue to resonate in your life, guiding you through challenges, strengthening your relationships, and bringing you closer to God. We are ready and just a call away to support, encourage, and walk alongside you. Reach our church line on plus 233-234-077-788. Follow us via social media at Spirit Life Revival Ministries on Instagram, Spirit Life Revival Ministries, The Oracle's Place on Facebook, and at Spirit Life TH on Twitter. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel at Spirit Life Revival Ministries for more such messages. Remember, you are never alone. Until we meet again, may the love, grace, and peace of our Lord be with you always.